0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about, all from the comfort of your home, isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. From a nation's capital, it is Wednesday, June 24, 2020, and this is the interview edition of the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Today, the great Charles Johnson from Little Green Footballs returns to the show. We're going to talk about Trump's plan to use lawsuits against mail-in ballots to turn the election into a goddamn fiasco if he loses. We're also going to get into Louie Gohmert's ridiculousness in the Judiciary Committee today. We'll get Charles's pick for Biden's running mate and a whole lot more. Meanwhile, you can follow Charles on Twitter at green underscore footballs and as always at littlegreenfootballs.com Oh, and if you like what you hear today please help support this show by subscribing to our bonus content at bobseskashow.com Alright, let's catch up with Charles Johnson I'm going on vacation next week, so I'm just like I've got oh. one foot out the door. <laughs> I like, hear you. Fuck this. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just saying I'm kind of checking out mentally. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a like a like a sort of mental vacation. I can dig that. I
0: can't really go anywhere because of the
1: fucking plague, but you know. But hey, they're gonna they're gonna have a tax credit so you can go on vacation, so are they really mm-hmm. gonna do that? Is that a well real thing? no, some no, somebody proposed it, some republican idiot. <laughs> oppose that. <laughs> but it's only for people who... Earn more than a hundred thousand bucks a year. Shit, of course. Of (laughs) course, it is. So,
0: uh, so how are you doing, my friend? Uh, It's been a while since we talked. We certainly haven't uh, conversed since the plague arrived. For you know, the plague when the plague arrived from
1: China. (laughs) Yeah, the the kung flu, if you want (laughs) to. I hate to even say that. It's (laughs) that fucking bastard.
0: It's so utterly repulsive. So, so have you? How have you uh, spent your entire stay-at-home phase? What have you been uh, doing? What have you been keeping occupied with, other than the website
1: well i've been working on this project with uh shock oh yeah he and i've been developing this extension that's going to be uh an interesting new way to interact with twitter
0: Was that like an extension for tweet or what
1: yeah well it, it it works uh in conjunction with TweetDeck. it doesn't really need it though i mean yeah. it's, it, it lets you post tweets and uh it keeps a record of everything you do Wow. So you can go back and, and do things. It, it also lets you um, create uh, graphics like uh, pull quotes, you know with, with like a selection of text. Oh my god. Will, yeah and also let you uh, grab a, an image off the web, any web page and use that as a background for a sort of a meme thing uh, where you can put you for can put a text for, over an image
0: for a tweet you can do that yeah is that you can
1: build you can you can create these images and then just tweet them right away
0: oh my god so is this going to be a standalone thing are you going to be able to download it as a standalone app or is it just going to be, a, it's a gonna plug be in, an extension ext- for something it's going
1: to be a chrome extension right now oh okay gotcha yeah um, we're probably going to have it for Firefox, too, but that takes a little more work. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. You must be going nuts, though. I mean, beyond that. Or do you? are oh, you yeah. normally just uh, a stay indoors, kind of stay home kind of guy anyway, uh, kind of uh, like me? I, I get the sense yeah, the, that you are. Of, yeah, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Uh,
1: kind of. You know, I mean, I, I go out, but it's, you know, I guess I'm not a hermit. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'm a little more... Uh, a little more uh, ready to do this kind of thing than than probably most people. Yeah,
0: I can always recognize uh, the people who are fellow introverts because they're always on Twitter. Uh, I mean, I can always count on the fact that when I check in on Twitter, "Ah, Charles Johnson's going to be there. Uh, Right. Yeah, it's been uh, absolutely insane. And I'm trying to figure out, uh, whether or not Donald Trump's malfeasance in all of this, the absolute incompetence facing down the coronavirus, in fact, we're in this new phase now where he's just ignoring it. It's not even a thing anymore to him.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm trying he's to, forgotten all about it. It's like it didn't even exist. Yeah, and I'm wondering that's, that's, if this that's is the, the reality he's trying to create. Is is That's what he's trying to do, you know? Just yeah. Create yeah. that reality by the sheer force of, of his uh, narcissistic will.
0: And I'm trying to figure out if this is the most criminal thing a president has ever done. Is this the most sinister thing that Man, a president I, of the United States is engaged in? And I'm trying to find something that's comparable. I mean, maybe the bombing of Cambodia? I don't know. I, I don't even know if that's comparable. It seems like this is unprecedented in the history of this country, and the history of many uh, uh, Western uh, uh, governments.
1: I think I've written a couple of times, I consider it dereliction of duty on a massive scale. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just unbelievable. I'm Pretty soon we're going to be Approaching the number of deaths that happened in World War
0: II, Jesus <laughs> from
1: this virus, I think World War II is what six five six hundred thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah, Americans something killed astronomical. Yeah, unprecedented. Well, we might
1: get there. We mm. might get there.
0: And I'm wondering which is worse: the fact that he's ignoring it, or the fact that he's turning everything about. The pandemic into a political football, into a political hot right. potato, where he's so got to be—I mean, more partisan than any president I think we've ever seen—and he's using it in a way that is completely, utterly devastating. I mean, yeah, as far I as think, death actually,
1: goal. I think the party that Donald Trump is for is himself. I, I yeah. don't think he's necessarily even partisan in the normal sense. You know, he's—he's—he's he's, he's not about Democrats or Republicans. He's no. about Trump.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And in fact, uh, who was it? Mark Cuban said on uh, Sean Hannity last night that Donald Trump isn't interested in running a government. Donald Trump is interested in running a campaign. I missed that.
1: I don't watch Fox, so I missed that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I don't watch it either, but I saw the clip floating around on Twitter today. I said, oh, interesting, something breaking through yeah. the noise over on Fox News Channel. So a little bit of truth breaking through on the Sean Hannity yeah, well, show.
1: They always like to have a little bit of truth, you know, because mm. that kind of it legitimizes the rest of the bullshit they spew 24/7. <laughs> you know, it so, gives yeah. them a it's like the truth is a beard for them. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: I still contend to this day that Donald Trump would be polling maybe in the high teens, low 20s right now if it wasn't for Fox News and well, quite frankly, all the people surrounding him constantly oh, yeah. propping him up, constantly trying to make him into a president that he isn't uh, yeah. framing him and in definitely. a way that is clearly counterfactual to what normals are observing to what the reality of his presidency actually happens yeah. to be yeah and
1: and you can actually you can actually see the the conversion too i mean some of those people like even rush limbaugh and those were a little kind of iffy about donald trump at the beginning if you go back yeah. and listen to some of that early stuff they were all they were being pretty critical of the guy, you know.
0: And I wonder and, what was it that turned them around. What, what was it? Because Glenn Beck went through the same kind of thing too. Where initially yeah. Glenn Beck was like, "This guy, I don't know about this guy," and now I he's think it's power. Yeah,
1: power turned them around. You I know, see when they realized when they realized he could be a really good figurehead. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to grab more power than they already had. And even, even more power. <laughs>
0: and, and speaking of that sort of thing, have you been following the story at Voice of America? I, I hadn't written this down as a topic to talk about today, but apparently Steve Bannon's crew has taken over at Voice of America, yeah. turning it into, yeah. yeah, again, painting this nonpartisan thing now as being entirely partisan. It's like everything yeah. Donald Trump sees, he has to smear his taint on. He has to spoil it in some way if it I don't
1: know is it true that I I mean I had read a couple of uh, few days ago that Seb Gorka was going to be in charge of voice of America.
0: Oh, that's right. Maybe it's Seb Gorka.
1: Yeah. I hadn't seen anything more about it, so I don't know if that actually is going to happen or not.
0: But it's so uh, much stuff that Joe Biden's <laughs> going to have to undo if he wins this election. I swear to God. Oh, I mean, man. I hope it's, someone's keeping a list because <laughs> there's got to be a know, list of the things that need to be fixed. It's
1: honestly kind of amazing. Yeah. The 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 extent to which Trump has corrupted. The entire government. It oh, really yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, that more than anything is what I find disturbing about it. It's, it- He's like a, a, he's his own kind of plague, you know? I mean, every, everybody he touches gets infected with his mind virus.
0: That's exactly right. That's exactly what I was saying earlier about smearing his taint on everything, because it is really all about him. I mean, there have been other despotic presidents in our history. And sure, in fact, someone yeah. that uh, Donald Trump actually brags about as being one of his role models who's Andrew Jackson. And Andrew yeah. Jackson was the, one of the worst sons of bitches ever to step into the goddamn White House. Terrible, absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah, but not quite on the caliber of this. I mean, at least Andrew Jackson was governing with more of a frame of mind aimed at you know improving the country in terms of actually governing yeah. a nation. Donald Trump is all about governing his image and his reputation. That's uh, it's, he's
1: the first president. I think that it's been like that. You know, yeah, I, I yeah. don't, I can't think of any other ones. I mean, there were some bad ones for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know, even George W. Bush, you know. Who, who got us into the Iraq war yeah even he kind of you know I don't think he intended to ruin America <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, I but, but, I, I, necessarily. but I can't be so sure about mm. Donald Trump I, I you know I mean really if you look at what he's done it's hard to come to any other conclusion than that it's deliberate I mean He's, he's done stuff that really doesn't even help him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's kind of <laughs> you know, what a- uh,
0: Barack Obama was saying yesterday in that uh, video chat with Joe Biden, where he's talking about how, well, George W. Bush did a lot of bad things. But George yeah. W. Bush, I mean, ultimately, didn't sell out his country to a hostile foreign government that was in the process yeah. of engaged yeah. in one of the, the world's largest cyber attacks against uh, our democracy uh, that we've ever, ever seen. And that's There you a- have it. Defining quality and, and, between those two. Yeah.
1: And according to the you know the recent stuff we've heard, he's he's trying to do it again with China now. Oh you God, know, and, yeah. and other countries, I mean, he, you can be sure that he's, you know, there's all kinds of things like that going on behind the scenes that we don't know about right now.
0: It seems like, Charles, our jobs going forward, if, and again, I underscore if, if Donald Trump loses this election, seems like our jobs during a Biden administration will partly involve keeping the Biden government on track as far as Closing these giant loopholes that Donald Trump yeah. has exploited.
1: There's going to be a lot of institutional pressure too to just kind of let it go. You yeah. Know? I mean, this is kind of what always happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm afraid that that is what's going to happen. I don't. A lot of people say they can't wait to see Donald Trump in prison. I honestly, I don't think that's ever going to happen. Well, you know. Yeah. I mean, I just you know, looking at looking at the history of of presidents who are criminals, you know, it just <laughs> doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I mean, we just we just don't like to do. That in this country, for some reason.
0: Well, the one thing that makes me believe that it could change, that that precedent could be erased, is the fact that Donald Trump has already erased it. Where Donald Trump has at least pretended with Bill Barr to be investigating the "quote unquote" Obama Gate, to be looking yeah, into the maybe. oranges of the investigation. It, you know what I mean?
1: It could happen. I yeah. I agree. I, maybe so. Uh, I mean. After all, he is a criminal. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, there's very little doubt about that. You know, yeah, he's, had, yeah. he's been mobbed up for his whole career. Right. And, uh, you know, maybe the fact that he's an outright criminal will kind of change that <laughs> equation. <laughs> well, you know,
0: I just, I hope that there is that drive. I hope that our cynicism about whether or not people will want to forgive and forget or just move on and leave the past in the past, I hope that that ends up not being the case. I hope there is still a sting that people feel after yeah. Trump is gone, that just the relief of Trump being gone isn't enough because he has established all of these things that could allow copious numbers of Trump copycats to come flooding back into government. As soon as we suddenly go, well, ah, I guess everything's okay now.
1: And then then that's kind of the ultimate nightmare, isn't it? You know, a guy who's, who's more competent, more knowledgeable, but Mm -hmm. has the exact same agenda as Donald Trump. And that would, Yeah, yeah. that would be the end of everything. (laughs) Who
0: do you think are some of the ones on deck? Who do you think is going to be like the next or the next Uh, attempted Trump? Let's say he's not humiliated in this election. Maybe he loses, but it's closer than we had hoped, which leaves some Republicans still thinking, well, maybe this Trumpism thing can still work. Who would actually pick up that mantle and run with yeah. it? I mean, other than Ivanka, Jared, or Jr. <laughs> I think those three probably all want to be on the list for twenty twenty
1: four. Ivanka and 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 what's his face, Jared <laughs> Kushner? Junior. Or Don- yeah, Jr. I think Jr. is definitely going for a presidential thing. <laughs> oh, I, I can God. see that for sure. And Ivanka, I think the, both of them are are planning on it. Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, but hopefully by the time donald trump gets out of office his name is going to be such mud Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that you know those hopes will be dashed forever but i mean if i look at the current republican field I mean, Tom Cotton, possibly. Yeah. Look at the shittiest people you can think of in the Republican <laughs> Party; those are the ones who are going to be, you know, running for president. And speaking the shittiest of people, speaking <laughs>
0: of the shittiest people in the Republican Party, I'm so glad you're you're on the show today because we got to talk about Gomert. You are a Gomertologist. You are one <laughs> oh, of the guys man. who constantly is at it again, is trolling <laughs> about Louis Gomert. And during this Judiciary Committee hearing, as every Everyone, uh, may or may not know today uh, with Zelensky and they were talking about Bill Barr and the entire yeah. thing with Jeffrey Berman but right. during all of that Gohmert was being radically obnoxious <laughs> I mean he had oh, yeah. some, he was like tapping he had a like a big class ring on or something and he was tapping it against the desk as yeah. the witnesses were talking and he would not shut the fuck up and in fact at one point
1: he said well you know it's not against the rules to make noise <laughs> oh my God! And one one of the Democrats uh, said, "Would somebody tell Gene Krupa to cut it out?" <laughs> of course, <laughs> yes. And those of us who are
0: older than forty understand that reference, but everyone else is like Gene Krupa. What is he talking who the about? The hell is Gene Krupa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, again, are these the uh, biggest children in the world? I mean, talk about a bunch of toddlers with even less restraint
1: than an actual toddler. I mean, I don't even know oh, how yeah. you define something like that. And how do they what do they think they're achieving with that? I mean, we really for people looking on. Yeah. I mean, this is why I don't watch these hearings anymore, <laughs> you know, if, unless I absolutely feel like I have to. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's so irritating to see these guys just grandstanding and acting like children and mm-hmm. yeah, just the whole thing is so irritating. Yeah. To know that these are people who are being paid to, to govern the United States is mm-hmm. just horrifying. It really is, I, and the Republicans are just the worst. Yeah. I get irritated at the Democrats too, but nothing like what, what the Republicans are doing.
0: Yeah, the Democrats are really good at snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, or however, exactly. that, however that phrase goes. And I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm deeply concerned about because I wish that what we're going through right now with Joe Biden leading in some polls by 12, 13 points, I wish this was the end of October and not the end of June because I'm afraid that as time goes on, that gigantic lead is going to actually start to contract again and get get tighter as we get closer. In fact, Nate Silver was tweeting something along those lines today.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, A lot of people kind of expect that to be happening. I I don't know. Again... things are so radically off kilter in America these days. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can even trust any of the, the conventional wisdom about what happened in the past and, yeah. you know, happening this way. Again, it's almost like all bets are off at this point. I mean, if Donald Trump continues on his mental deterioration spiral, yeah. you know, I, th- I think it it might even get better for Joe Biden, you know, but... I, I won't even predict at this point. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> everything is 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 wacky. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I mean
0: obviously the attack against Biden as we've seen uh, not only last night but also Saturday night in Tulsa, the attack against Biden from Trump is going to be that he's senile and all that crap, he's out to lunch. Uh, he oh, doesn't no. he doesn't know what he's saying, he doesn't everyone else is talking for him, he doesn't write his own shit, etc. And despite of the fact, of course, that Trump said yesterday in Arizona, he actually said this. This this happened live on television. He said COVID COVID-19, COVID. I said, yeah. what's the 19? COVID-19. Some people can't explain the 19. And I'm like, okay, so the phrase, oh, what's God. the 19? Fuck you and your Joe
1: Biden is senile bullshit. You just said, what's the 19? Yeah, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I actually... Kind of had a theory about why he do- why he's doing that, and oh, yeah. it's because he tried to blame it on Obama. <laughs> you know, he was trying to blame. You know, if at one point he actually said something about Obama didn't do anything about coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and um, but you know, obviously. He wasn't in office. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah sure, I, I sure. Mean, but, I mean, even beyond so, that, I mean, Donald
0: Trump is emphasizing whatever cognitive decline that he's in the midst of every time yeah. he talks. So, it, in fact, it comes right on the heels of him saying something about Sleepy Joe, where he goes, oh, Sleepy Joe is out to launch." da-da-da. Oh, and by the way, yeah. the current year is 2.20, that's what he said. Saturday night, he said,
1: in the oh, election of 220, two twenty. He was reading it. That's what happened. He was reading it, and he missed oh, the right. first zero. You know, but <laughs> oh, that's God. how that's how he is. He just reads it. You know, mm-hmm. but it's it's not. You know, the, he's so. I actually think that his bubble may have popped with that uh, with that Tulsa disaster. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you know I think that something changed there. You know, it's not it's not that cool anymore you know what's happening for him i mean he's had this almost bubble of immunity around him where Mm -hmm. he can say anything accuse other people of what he's doing himself just be horrible be racist you know be misogynistic be whatever and nothing ever touches him but it seems like things are beginning to touch him now yeah yeah that's a good thing Mm -hmm. that's good we want that What do you think snapped?
0: Because at some point, I mean, for uh, going back to the escalator, every time Donald Trump said something batshit motherfucking crazy, his polls would go up, and it didn't matter what it was, and that lasted well into his presidency, I think all the way up to... Maybe up to the coronavirus and the daily Trump shows that we had to endure from the press room every night. Yeah. And something in there shifted in the country.
1: Honestly, I, th- I think it was the coronavirus. It was yeah. the, the pandemic that mm-hmm. did it, because it really threw it into sharp relief Yeah, what an absolute bastard the guy is, you mm-hmm. know? Because even if you're a fan of his no nobody wants to get it a deadly disease no <laughs> you right. know i mean let's face it that's just kind of normal human thinking so yeah but and here's donald trump and people know a lot of people in his audience know people who have died or gotten sick yeah and you know so for them they're looking at this guy acting like it's not even happening mm-hmm. and i think that's that's a big part of it you know and that's one big reason why nobody showed up to his tulsa event too i yeah i don't actually think it was the tiktok and the k-pop
0: oh guys. no no because those were just rsvps that didn't yeah. actually mean that there were tickets being used up by someone right it just and meant fact, that they, we they, intend to show up but you know if you it's first come first serve no matter what and right? they
1: were taking walk-up entries too i mean mm-hmm. they were letting people walk right in so it's yeah. not I, I don't think that was it they were letting anybody <laughs> get a ticket who wanted one you know what i think the k-pop kids did do however is ruin the data from that, uh, oh yeah, from that event, yeah, which is yeah. a big part of why they hold the events. <laughs> And their so, reaction
0: after the fact. I mean, Tim Murtaugh, who's the Trump campaign communications director, was like, oh, those damn kids thought that they could screw us. Well, screw you. We have a robust <laughs> way to weed out all of the bullshit. So if you try this again, we're going to catch you. Well, good job. Good job the first time on that front, I know. Tim Murtaugh. Idiots. Yeah,
1: one, one of the things he said was, we can check your cell phone. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if you looked, but it's quite easy to get a, a temporary cell phone number these oh, days oh yeah god a burner
0: phone for god's sake yeah. i mean breaking bad made that popular <laughs> super easy
1: but yeah. you can even get you can even get virtual you know lines mm-hmm. on the internet for, oh, yeah. for almost nothing for free or, or a very tiny fee but it's it really um you know i think that they're they're doing their best to make it seem like it's business as as usual but i think things have changed right Mm. now for trump i don't know if it's going to be enough to take him down in november i still can't predict that uh, do you
0: think it was maybe a one-two punch of both the coronavirus uh trump's lack of response to that obviously bunched in as a subcategory but then also george floyd the murder of george floyd yeah, that's another
1: huge factor. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, because something changed about that too. Black Lives Matter is now polling something like 25 points better than Donald Trump. Yes. And so um, he is still operating on the theories from whatever cockamamie brainworm influenced ideas he has in his head from 2015, right. 2016. Whatever yeah. it worked back then isn't working now. And he's. Seems like it's impossible for him to shift on the fly. There's no way he can suddenly go, well, you know what? Maybe I do need to expand my little teeny tiny coalition a little bit beyond the 41% that I have. Maybe I need to do something to appeal to other people besides just constantly securing that base with all the red meat I can hurl at their faces. Well, to
1: be fair, he does try to do that every once in a while. You know, like he has an event with a bunch of black people at it. (laughs) And, you know, yeah. but it's so obviously phony and mm. politically oriented that you know, I don't think that goes over at all. I mean, obviously, he's not converting any any African-Americans to his side right now. Yeah. Yeah. But well, but yeah, absolutely. The Black Lives Matter movement and the and the George Floyd video and all of that police brutality mm. that everyone witnessed. I actually talked to an older woman that I know who is pretty much a Donald Trump fan and a Fox News rush Limbaugh fan oh, yeah. and even she when she saw the video of George Floyd and she saw the the incidents of police brutality all over the news and all over the internet uh, even she was disturbed by that I mean yeah. it was you you can't dismiss it when you see it with your own eyes right, what's going right. On, you know and I think that that has made a huge difference too you know I right. think that maybe also is contributing to Donald Trump's um, historic lack of popularity at this time. Oh
0: yeah, point. yeah. And also, I think the Democratic Party did a wise thing. Joe Biden was not my first choice for president, but uh, that, <laughs> all that said, I think the wisdom that went along with nominating him was entirely sound, which is that in order to win, and especially win with a significant margin enough to like basically politically bury Trumpism, you have to be able to reach out to some Republicans. And in order to get those Republicans to shift, maybe some of those uh, Obama voters who voted for Trump, those mythological you know Wisconsin uh, rural voters who shifted from Obama to Trump in 2016, in order to get them back, you need to give them something that they can use to save face, some way to vote for a Democrat that isn't like a Bernie Democrat, someone who is... Uh, A little bit closer to their values, if you even want to call them values.
1: I I think you're right about that. I mean, I but I'm with you. I wasn't I wasn't on board with Joe Biden from the beginning. In fact, I was pretty harshly critical of him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was an Elizabeth Warren. Oh yeah, me too. Voter Mm -hmm. myself, and uh, but uh, you know. I can absolutely see the wisdom in doing it because people look at Joe Biden and they see someone who could be president and he wouldn't be an asshole. (laughs) Right, right. You know, I mean, right now, that may be one of the most important factors that people are looking for.
0: You know, and along those lines, I want to get your take on this. We now have, I think we're down to five finalists for his running mate slot. Um, I think Bottoms, Keisha Lance Bottoms, who's the Atlanta mayor, was kind of removed from the list because she was appointed to the Convention Rules Committee. So now they're kind of Uh saying it's down to five. So we've got Val Demings, Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, the governor of New Mexico, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, Susan Rice, and Elizabeth Warren. Of those five, I guess the question is um, who you want the nominee to be of those five and who you think the nominee will actually be among those five.
1: I think it would be a really good idea for him to pick a black woman. Yes, I, you I know, agree. I, yeah. Not just not just to pander to black people, but but because it would be really a good thing to have that viewpoint. Yeah, in the in, in the high echelon of federal government, you know. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm for that reason, I'm kind of leaning toward Val Demings or Kamala Harris. Yeah, me uh, too. I mean. Obviously since I voted for Elizabeth Warren in the primary I wouldn't be disappointed if she were the one but I don't but I think there's a lot of reason for him to pick a black woman
0: right Yeah now. yeah politically speaking there was a lot that shifted because of uh, not only as we said before not only because of coronavirus because of the murder of George Floyd and everything that's happened in the wake of that so it seems obvious that that Val Demings or Kamala Harris would be Pretty much a shoe it would, be
1: a, it would be a smart move, and it would yeah. also be a drastic contrast to the you know Trump and Pence ticket.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mentioned on my show yesterday, Val Demings has um, a unique background insofar as much like Barack Obama was able to bridge the gap between uh, African American and white people, um, uh-huh. Val Demings can bridge the gap between African Americans and the police, given how. She's not only married to a cop, but she started out as a patrol officer and then became Chief of police in orlando and right. so in that regard, she can communicate to both sides of that equation,
1: yeah, I agree, uh you yeah. know, of course, you know for the puritopian left that's that's like <laughs> yeah, a mortal sin, <laughs> so man, you know. They're going to agitate against her, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they're even a
0: factor anymore? Because I know, like, the Tara Reid thing kind of faded away and isn't yeah. really a big deal anymore. Do you think they... I sure
1: hope they... I hope they're not. Yeah. <laughs> because, because these people are just hopelessly out of touch with reality, let's face it. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I'm going to get a lot of shit for saying that, but I just don't even care at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things I love about you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> I just
1: really, you know, I'm I'm all out of fucks to give right
0: now. (laughs) Well, the the other thing I wanted to ask you about, um, you being uh, pretty ensconced in social media and everything like that. Have you seen any signs of the Brad Parscale Death Star uh, as you've been making your way around (laughs) Twitter and Facebook and so on?
1: It's hard to tell, man. You know, Twitter is so... Uh, it's so chaotic so yeah. much of the time and, and you never know who's a bot and who's a real person mm-hmm. unless you know them obviously so I, I don't really I don't really see that so much I do yeah. see I do see you know for any Joe Biden tweet for instance or any Elizabeth Warren tweet if you go look at the replies to it it's just full of hatred and nasty ugly right-wing comments mm-hmm. and a lot of them def definitely seem to be bots. Yeah, yeah. But not all of them. You know, the thing about the right is that they're really good at this you know, flock of parrots behavior. <laughs> right. You know, they're really good at all going in the same direction until suddenly they need to switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You yeah. Know, if you
1: imagine a flock of birds, you know how they do that. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the same thing and just as brainless.
0: Okay, we'll get back to our conversation with Charles here in just one second. But I got to tell you about Plexiderm. You know, it's really frustrating when we get on video chats and Zoom and FaceTime and all the rest of it and we just look like hell. Those video cameras catch everything, so annoying. But now imagine all those annoying things about your face are gone. I'm talking about the bags under your eyes, deep wrinkles, fine lines around your eyes, and so on. I'm not talking about expensive plastic surgery. I'm talking about Plexiderm, of course, a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under-eye bags all in the comfort of your own home. I know, I tried it, I took the test, and I was amazed by the results, and I know you will be too. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear and lasts for hours and hours and hours, so nobody's gonna know that you're Using it. Go to triplexiderm.com and use my code VOICES for half off a full size bottle of Plexiderm plus an extra $10 off. That's half off plus an extra $10 off. Or call 1 800 685 1292 and mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit TriPlexiderm.com. Use the code VOICES. That's code VOICES at triplexoderm.com. The Bob Seska Show! Well, it seems like in 2016, you could really spot the bullshit. You could spot the obvious disinformation that was being deliberately pumped into the bloodstream of yeah. social media, obviously coming from the Internet Research Agency. But now it seems a little bit more... Mm, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to tell. Uh, yeah. It, it's there, but I can't see glaring examples yet, at least. Yeah. And, and knock on wood, I can't see glaring. I mean, they're spending a billion dollars on this disinformation Death Star in uh, Roslyn, yeah. Virginia. And it seems yeah, it's like wild. it's kind of fizzled out. It's kind of flaccid at this point. And again, anything can happen but uh, I just wanted to you see know, if uh, you had seen any signs of it.
1: Well, you know, if Brad Parscale's in charge of it, there's a good chance it's all a grift anyway. Yeah, right. So, uh, you know, I mean, it may have been just a way for him to buy another condo. Or- How is he
0: still under the employment of Donald Trump and the Donald Trump campaign? I can't even imagine I think why. it's
1: a matter of time for him. The, the yeah. clock is ticking for Brad Parscale. <laughs> <laughs> after, after Tulsa, I think people are getting sick of him. You'll know he's really on the, on the way out of as Donald Trump says, he has my full confidence. That's right. <laughs> Well, I mean, it was such a glaring fuck-up from start to finish. It's
0: such an amateurish thing. I'm wondering if it's just the consequence of the fact that Donald Trump made his former T-shirt salesman the campaign chairman, well, not the campaign chairman, <laughs> but the campaign manager. And Yeah. Yeah, and then at the same time, is it also just the rank incompetence of the Trump campaign in general being reflected by the fact that they set expectations way too high, uh, some of the shit he spent... A lot of time. I think you timed it out at something, at least 30 minutes, reenacting the stupid West Point ramp thing and the water.
1: I mean... (laughs) Yeah, that was hilarious, man. I was laughing my ass off the whole time he was ranting about that. It was was really one of the weirdest and funniest things I've ever seen a politician do. (laughs) I mean,
0: that it may have been the weirdest thing. And it's not just because of what he was doing, which is to spend 30 to 45 minutes trying to explain just a a colossal, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, a colossal nothing. And then emphasizing at the point where he's making it a story again, making sure that we're all talking about how he walked down that ramp like Jerry how lame O'Connell and Stan- he is. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're all talking about how lame he is again. But it's you know, I mean it's amazing. Here he is trying to demonstrate he can drink water like a normal person. So he carefully, gingerly lifts it to his lips, takes a sip lifts it again, takes another sip, and then throws the glass on the ground. <laughs> it's like... It's unbelievable. That's just, not the normal way to drink water, Donald.
0: Right, right. Well, you know, and I always go back to this. Some of my listeners are probably sick of hearing me tell this story, but there's um, one of the best examples of how fucked up Donald Trump is. I mean, just fucked up in every way, where he's barely even human and barely <laughs> mimicking human behavior, is something that Conan O'Brien did and they were trying to put together some bit with Donald Trump, some pre-taped comedy bit, where they had Donald Trump sitting in a room at a table, on a, sitting in a chair, and the only thing on the table in front of Donald Trump was a pitcher of water and a glass, and an empty glass. And all he had to do, his only instruction, his participation in this bit, was to pour a little bit of water out of the pitcher into the glass. But instead Man. of doing that, Donald Trump, as soon as they start rolling picks up the pitcher of water, and instead of pouring it into the glass cup, he pours it all over the table, so it runs off the table, and then he puts the pitcher down and then looks up at the crew, like, looking so proud of himself, and he goes, was that funny? That was great, wasn't it? That was funny. Like, oh, Jesus. no, what the fuck was that? What did you just do? Why did you pour the water all over the table, thinking that would be hilarious? That's not what you're supposed to do. And I'm just screaming at the once again screaming at my video, going, "Who thinks to do
1: that? I mean, what kind wow. of fucked up person?" I is, missed that one. That sounds that that sounds uh, like a real classic. Yeah, I mean,
0: just go. I mean, when you're done here, go to YouTube and type in Conor O'Brien Donald Trump water, and, and I will you'll easily find it because I'm describing it almost verbatim as it happened. And so ever since then. Ever since I first saw that, it came into clear view what this guy really is, and he only has a vague sense of how human beings are supposed to behave. It's like all those pictures, yeah, all those yeah. memes that we see going around about how Trump and his kids don't know how to stand properly. They all have yeah. weird, awkward ways of standing as if they're just now learning how to stand
1: uh, yeah, straight up. mimicking human behavior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. And, I, and it really, that's kind of the, def- the definition of a sociopath. Oh, yeah,
0: you know? absolutely.
1: And I, I think he exhibits... Total sociopathic behavior. you know. And I'm a psychologist, so you can trust me. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not actually a psychologist. For a second there, I almost (laughs) believed you. Yeah.
0: Because as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, really? I I can ask you so many questions now. I have lots and lots of questions.
1: I didn't know that about you.
0: (laughs) And and again, I don't think he's got... I don't think he possesses a conscience. I think his conscience is merely oh shit this is bad news for me and that's the worst it gets there's no one going you know what this is just morally wrong and societally wrong you don't understand and i can also apply that i think any of us can apply that to donald trump's fanboys as well the red hats are similar to Donald Trump insofar as they have abandoned the values of decency and decorum yeah, yeah. and rationality the whole array of positive Definitely.
1: yeah it's, and then that's another way that Trump has has corrupted everything he touches you know and yeah. and the longer these people you know are in his cult and defending all of the horrible shit he does the longer they do it the more incentive they have to keep doing it because mm-hmm. if they stopped at this point, they'd have to look back at the, what they're doing. If they had a change of heart, they'd have to, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, go kill themselves or something because, you know, if you look back and you've been that horrifyingly bad, yeah. you know, I mean, you, it, it's, it's a real... They've got such an investment in doing and keeping it going right now. That's Mm -hmm. one reason why his support is so solid.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point it seems like the, uh, the sports franchise mentality in American politics, where everyone's got a side... Yeah. and they're permanently locked into that side where it doesn't matter if their team is winning or losing. It's still, my team is better than your team, so fuck you. And and right. while I think that's much more rampant on the right, it is a a growing dynamic uh, throughout American politics. You know, the the pollster Rachel Biddecoffer talks about this quite a bit, where she talks about yeah. negative partisanship and how that is really driving election turnout these days. And fortunately, yeah. mm-hmm. in this election, it's going to help the Democrats, fingers crossed. Uh, but that seems to be the dynamic, where it's, it's more about fuck you and your fucking awful team and I don't care how you guys lose I don't care what's done to make you guys lose you need to lose <laughs> and so that seems yeah, like yeah. it's more of the uh the dynamic that we have to cover
1: right we- and, yeah. but I mean uh, I think uh th- on the right side you know it's actually translated to We'll do anything. yeah, we'll say anything about you. We'll say any libelous stuff. Mm. We'll circulate rumors about you that you're a pedophile or whatever. you know I mean yeah. they'll, they'll just go to the absolute worst stuff. I, I think the left still has not reached that point, you no. know. I mean, not most of them. there are right. a few who do yeah. you know, but it's, it's not it's not as widespread. This is pretty much all of the right at this point, including the entire Republican Party.
0: Well, I honestly believe that throughout American history, there has always been intense partisanship in this country. The difference, though, now is that the president is deliberately stoking that partisanship, where he's routinely worsening by dividing everyone based on... uh, And and again, there are certain formats and certain contexts for that to actually work with Donald Trump. With the president, the president should be above all of that. And in this case, he's actually in the midst of it. He's right there stoking all of it. He's responsible for all the worst parts of it now, isn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It's a a mess right now. And and Donald Trump has made it like a quantum leap worse. What's your
0: uh, take on his uh, mail-in ballots? Thing, I I think
1: it's obvious to almost everyone that he's he's doing this because he's afraid it's going to hurt him. Yeah, you know he's losing people with that with that Mm. because the vast majority of both Republicans and Democrats love mail-in ballots. Yeah, I mean they're they're convenient and especially now you don't have to get out and hope and and you you can avoid being exposed to a deadly virus. I mean, obviously mail in ballots are a good thing at this point in time, so so Donald Trump is against them. Right, right. <laughs> well and, I mean And I think and that's another reason why I think his his bubble is popping because He's way out of touch with even his own base on that.
0: Mm -hmm. And in fact, his own base is going to have to vote in November. Uh, You know, obviously earlier in some cases with early voting. But I mean, his base is going to still have to vote. And his base, unfortunately, is located in a lot of these places that are seeing gigantic spikes in COVID-19 right now. So they're going to be extra motivated to want to vote from home. And meanwhile, he's drawing this weird distinction between absentee ballots and mail-in ballots. Like, somehow mail-in ballots, which are basically the same as absentee ballots, the justification for them is slightly different, but the process and the forms are essentially the same. So he's saying, like, a bunch of kids are going to start running around stealing the mail-in ballots out of the mailboxes and by the way, China is going to get a bunch of them, or blah, blah, blah. But you can do the same with absentee ballots. I mean, it's not one or the other. It's it's If this is going to happen with mail-in ballots, it's also going to happen yeah. with a- absentee ballots,
1: which is to say it's probably not going to happen to either because there is no real history <laughs> of that occurring. Are you saying you haven't seen these mobs of feral children prowling <laughs> around the neighborhoods, opening mailboxes? Looking for ballots? You haven't seen them. They're That's everywhere. That's
0: right. The, it's all the little children from Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, and they've decided to <laughs> fan out in their post-apocalyptic
1: animal pelts and different, right? Yeah. They're, they're with their dirty faces, and you know, and some of them are carrying some of them are carrying animal bones to hit people with. <laughs>
0: it's so funny. Holy shit! I mean, in all seriousness, though, it seems to me as if he's not just setting this up to try to get uh, state governments to pull back on using mail-in ballots. I think he's doing this to set himself up for a possible challenge to the election, where oh, he's yeah. going to everything file- he's doing. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. That's that's. I'd say that's about ninety percent of his focus right now. Right, right. Is, is trying to set up a claim that you know there was massive fraud mm-hmm. or, or you know the the machines didn't work or whatever he's going to yeah. use anything he can to claim that that something was wrong you know it's going to be a mess oh, yeah. even yeah. if even if it's a landslide he's going to he's going to be just horrifying oh right? yeah i mean a lot of people think that he can't possibly do anything to you know really just refuse to leave office mhm you know and i think there's a lot of institutional stuff going on that would act against him doing that but on the other hand every time people have said he'll never do this he doesn't have the authority he finds a way to do it oh yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm i'm not so sanguine about that i think he may have you know may do something really horrible like you know call in the military or you know engineer a war or you know, a nuclear strike even? Who knows, man? The guy is, he's really off the rails. Yeah,
0: and, yeah, and he's only getting and, worse. Right.
1: And when he starts, if he starts to see his real power slipping away for real, I think all bets are off as yep. far as what he will do.
0: Right, right. And there's also the possibility, too, that he's going to figure out a way to pardon himself. Or if he doesn't try to pardon himself, <laughs> in fact, this is a theory right. that I've been playing with, too. He's going to wait until, like, January 19, 2021, like the day before uh-huh. the inauguration, and then he's going to resign. Mike Pence is going to get sworn in to be president for a day, and in that process, Mike <laughs> Pence is going to pardon Trump. I mean, that's <laughs> going to be the deal. Plus, the bonus is that Mike Pence gets to refer to himself as President Pence when he runs for the presidency in 2024. That's my no. elaborate conspiracy theory prediction.
1: That's, <laughs> so gonna... that's fairly nightmarish, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Last
0: night, Donald Trump said that uh, Well, he was talking about the mail-in ballots. And at one point, he cut himself off mid-sentence, but he started to say, it's going to end up in a big fight. And he almost said fight. He almost finished that word, but he stopped halfway through and changed subjects to a different sentence. So uh, it almost was like, he's gonna, it's going to end up in a big fight with mail-in ballots. And so that almost confirmed for me that this is how he's going to approach it. He's going to try to block the vote certification in key states or even key precincts where the vote was close and mail-in ballots were used. I don't know if I'm going crazy or if I've just gotten a pretty good bead over all these years on Donald Trump's way of looking at this shit, how he's Uh, insofar as he plans ahead. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I think that's really possible, and I think... You know, all kinds of things that we haven't even seen yet are going to, mm-hmm. he's going to use them to try to challenge the results if he loses. Yeah. I'm, wait, when he loses. I'm trying to say when, <laughs> yeah, not that's a, if. That's good. I don't... <laughs> I'm still saying if. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't believe that saying words changes th- an outcome, but you know, right, nonetheless, right. <laughs> well, so, I, just, I don't even want to think about if. <laughs> right.
0: Well, along the lines of if, um, the other day you tweeted this, and this just jumped off the page for me. Is You said, uh, I hate to make predictions like this, but I'm very afraid we're going to see some kind of horrific, violent act from one of these right-wing terrorist groups. They're really emboldened mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, how do you think that's going to happen and uh, the sad fact is that Donald Trump will never take responsibility for it when it does. Oh, right?
1: uh, of course not. I yeah. mean, you know, but if we look at I've never seen it as radicalized as it is right now with, mm-hmm. with some of these militia groups and, you know, like the the Boogaloo guys and all that and I and I hate that they use the word Boogaloo because that's a, that that's a perfectly good musical rhythm yeah you know that that has been that has a long history of being being used in positive music and you know and then these fuckers come along and (laughs) they're terrible (laughs) at names
0: between boogaloo and the proud boys they need to go back to the drawing board because most ridiculous laughable self-satirical names i've ever heard of
1: yeah but but these guys some of them are really really batshit nuts and heavily armed you know, I don't. I'm not worried that they're going to take over the government or anything like that. Yeah. But but they can still commit horrific violence on you know on the scale of the Timothy McVeigh kind of attack. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And that's that's what worries me. You know, because they're out of control, and Donald Trump continues to incite them.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. He does, and without any accountability, by the way. And uh, yeah. that's one of the things that I've been talking about in terms of if a president behaves like this, well. We can't allow the president to continue to behave like this. Moving forward, it needs to be off the table in some way. It needs to be codified in a way that the president is far less inclined to engage in this kind of madness, because we may be able to successfully wiggle out. In fact, Joe Biden's using this as an ongoing talking point in his campaign. We may find a way to fix the immense damage after just four years, but if this style of politics continues on whether it's through the vessel yeah. of Donald Trump or through the vessel of someone else, maybe the broader Republican party, there's just no way it can continue. If every Republican yeah. president is going to get up and stand up at a podium and go, you know what? It's a good thing. We have our guns. Whenever we see these protesters out, it's a good thing where we have our guns. Whenever we see black people in the streets, demanding rights, you know, is yeah. essentially yeah. what Trump is
1: saying. You know, it's one thing that the Trump presidency has revealed is how much of american politics and our political system sort of depends on norms that everybody yeah. observes but it's not it's not codified anywhere mm-hmm. and and i think it's going to be really hard <laughs> to, to to translate that stuff into regulations or whatever statutes laws however you would do it you know because it, uh, some of it is so nebulous i mean yeah. How, like you like you're saying, uh, we don't want a president to say things that incite violence. But that's such a broad kind of description. How mm. do you how do you change it so that it won't happen? And yeah. and one way you do that is by not electing nut jobs like Donald Trump. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know. And but but this is this was foisted on us by a right wing that has been you know increasingly degraded and debased by by propaganda mm-hmm. for for decades now oh, yeah. you know and and it's really um you know and it's hard to get in there and change those people because those people are the ones that elected Donald Trump and they did it just to fuck with liberals a lot of them that's yeah, they why did. they did it yeah yeah <laughs> you know and and it and it did but it also fucked with the entire country.
0: The process of owning the libs, the process of electing someone who could do as much damage as Donald Trump, just to you know, just out of spite, yeah. just out of uh, fuck you, liberals, we're gonna yeah. vote for this guy who's completely incompetent. I mean, that's yeah, watch got- me
1: shoot off my foot to to show it, you how terrible you are. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: <laughs> There's no constitutional amendment that will repair that, no statute that Congress can pass to say, ah, you can't, you can't talk like that anymore, you can't say anything like that, nor would I necessarily want it to be that way. What has to happen is the process itself has to marginalize that kind of thing, where, yeah. again, going back to the top of our conversation, the election has to turn out so badly for Donald Trump, that people don't want to even touch that anymore. People don't want to even be close to that kind of style of politics. It needs to be kind of banished from the American vernacular.
1: We can only hope, man. Yeah, I know, I I know. I really am hopeful that's going to happen. But, you know, I mean, I was very disappointed in 2016, so. Yeah, I know, know, I know. I just don't know. I I wish I could be, uh, you know, comfortable that that, that, that there's no way that Donald Trump is going to be reelected. But if he is. Yeah. I honestly believe it's kind of going to be the end of the U.S. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, so far
1: the way it's been.
0: Yeah. And so far, so good as far as the election goes. I mean, again, I'm keeping my fingers crossed and we'll see if we can uh, drag this over the finish line with some sort of respectable margin of victory. And uh, and that's got to be the first goal. That's got to be the main priority for everyone Right. right now. It's not a matter of, well, go, go Democrats. It's not a matter of, oh, we love Joe Biden. This is a matter of patriotic duty. As far as I'm Absolutely. concerned, it is, it is, it is American patriotism to rid ourselves of this guy who is in the pocket of a hostile foreign government, if not more than one hostile foreign government.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. And if not, if not literally because he's being paid, mm-hmm. because he's putting himself in those pockets. Yes. It's, you know, that's what he, he's acting as if he's being paid. Right. Right. You know, whether yeah. he is or not, you know, this is, if you look at the way he's acting, Uh, You know, it's almost hard to believe that he isn't being paid or uh, doesn't have some kind of uh, blackmail over his head or something. Yeah. Well, I, know, the big weird. irony
0: is just that like he's making a big deal out of China. Well, the Trump organization gets a ton of money from China. I mean, the, the largest, sure. the, the sec- I think it's the second largest state-owned bank in China rents out an entire floor at something like 2 or $4 million a month in rent right. uh, in Trump Tower in, in New York City. Right. So, I mean, oh, it's, it's
1: crazy, yeah.
0: It, yeah, and then you get into Ivanka and all the rest of it. There's definitely some cash being exchanged there. I mean, the way Trump bashes President Xi in public and then privately just... Just begs him and kisses his ass to get help in the election. My God.
1: Yeah, it's grotesque, really. (laughs) It is.
0: Well, my friend, it was so great to catch up with you again. I hope we can talk again uh, on the show before Election Day, but if we don't, I have to tell you amazing work throughout this goddamn crisis. I hope this is the end of it. I hope we're coming up on the end of it. And if so, uh, thank you for everything that you've been doing. Uh, well, hey, same to you, entire- Bob. I
1: mean, we both have to keep going because yeah. uh, we got no other, nothing else to do. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to give up. <laughs> That's right. I've got nothing else to do but
0: do this. You better believe it. All right, Charles. Well, it's great talking to you again, and we'll see you uh, next time. Take it easy, Bob. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. Wait, 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 wait. Don't turn off the show yet. I got to tell you about Clean Phone Pro. States, public health departments, and businesses are increasingly suggesting, if not requiring, you to wear face masks. It's a smart, practical thing to wear if you have reason to leave your home. A mask is a responsible way to protect yourself, your family, and your community. Our friends at thecleanphone.com now have KN95 masks that are ready to ship. These masks are rated to filter 95% and are certified to FFP2 standards. Go to thecleanphone.com and order your 10-pack of KN95 masks today. Add the code SEXYLIBERAL, all one word, to the drop-down box for free shipping. Getting face masks into the hands of as many people as possible is an important next step in living with the virus. Get KN95 masks for you, your family, neighbors, and friends. If you go outside, you should wear a goddamn face mask. Go to thecleanphone.com. That's thecleanphone.com and order your 10-pack of masks today. And for free shipping, remember the code SEXYLIBERAL. Thank you.